Welcome to episode 17 of the official Harmonics podcast. This week on the show, we've got a great piece with Harmonics alum Vang interviewing rock band network band Holy Grail. And then HMX Thrasher sits down with audio QA vocal lead John Pardo for another installment of So You Want to Be a Game Developer, which we've actually got a two-parter of this week. And we'll end on our usual sewing circle discussing next week's new tracks with a DLC roundtable. But first, we're going to start off with my interview of Harmonix Audio Manager, Heather Wilson, and get her thoughts on how you can become a game developer. Enjoy. So I'm here with Heather Wilson, who is the Audio Manager, is that correct? Yep. Uh, Which is a new title for you, right? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so, Heather, how did you get to harmonics? Well, um, I lived, I had these four roommates, and one of them was Luke Jacobs, who is our director of QA here. And I had just finished graduate school, I have my master's in library science, and I needed a job. And Luke said, we're hiring QA at harmonics, come in for an interview. So I did, and I interviewed, and I got a job. Wow, and what era of harmonics was this? What was the current game or games in development? We were working on Karaoke Revolution Party Okay. and Guitar Hero 1. Sweet. Yeah. So that was an exciting time. It sure was. (laughs) (laughs) How many people worked here at the time, do you know? I think around 70. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot smaller then. Yeah, we're about 300-ish now. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. So you got your foot in the door with QA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and did you, were you QAing both karaoke and GH? I QA'd Karaoke Revolution Party for the summer. I then went to work um, in our GNA department, which is general and administrative. And while I was in GNA, um, I did a couple QA tasks for oh, GH. Really? Yeah. And then um, I went back to QA for a little while to um, work on Karaoke Revolution Country. <laughs> <laughs> So. That's what I love about harmonics, especially the people who have been here a good, a good stretch of time. Is like, people wear so many hats over that period. Yeah. Um, how did you like doing QA? Because that's how I started here was in QA too, and I, I actually really, I really liked the, the detail oriented work of it. I enjoyed it a lot. It was a lot of fun. Everyone I worked with was great. Um, the work was really cool. I liked, you know, I would. I was a person who did smoke tests in the morning, and a smoke test is when you go over a build and just make sure that all the features work and that it's testable so there aren't any major crashes. And that was one of my favorite things to do, just come in in the morning before everyone else and, and do that work. Totally. That's an important role, too, because that's what all the other departments who need that build for the day need to know like what's broken what isn't broken that's cool and it's funny luke is the person who hired me as well (laughs) and he is still our qa director uh he's a great dude we should interview him for this you should he's hilarious as well oh he is (laughs) now were you much of a gamer beforehand um sort of uh, actually more traditional games like um D &D Mm -hmm. and you know board games and (laughs) 
collectible card games, you know, stuff like that. Some you don't need games. to say it with such a shy tone. No one's going to judge you on the Rock Band that's, podcast. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They'll probably be excited. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. more traditional gaming. Because um, I before I came to Boston, I used to work in a comic book and gaming store in Connecticut. Oh, wow. Where yeah. in Connecticut? In Meriden. I worked at okay. a place called DJ's. Cool. Yeah. Shout out to DJ's. Are they still around? No, oh. unfortunately not. Um, there were, and there were two DJ's in Meriden. There was our DJ's, and then there was DJ's, like, cards and collectibles and something. Really? Something like that, yeah. How big a town is this? Um, Meriden? It's, it's pretty big. It was, like, city size, okay. small city size. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the, the person who owned it when I started, Kevin, sold the business, and I went to work for a bookstore, and mm-hmm. that was that. And then the guy he sold it to ended up, like, just moving all of his business to eBay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then from the QA and the GNA, you moved to production? I did. Um, what happened was after I finished testing Karaoke Revolution Country, I went back to GNA and I worked there for a while and then I started writing. So I um, did the clothing names and descriptions for Rock Band 1. Awesome. And named a bunch of the venues and their locations, stuff that's still in the game. And um, from there, sort of it was like, okay, we want you to do more writing. You're either going to be under the production umbrella or under the design umbrella. And I got put under the production umbrella and ended up working as an AP for the audio department. And then... An associate producer. Yes, associate producer, sorry. Um, (laughs) And then I just got promoted within production from there, became a producer, and then moved over to audio to manage audio. Cool. And audio... Audio is one of... If not the coolest department at Harmonics, uh, like yeah, it's totally the coolest. And like, like the coolest, but also kind of the craziest workload, because the audio team, apart from working on whatever current game we're working on at any given time, is always cranking out DLC in like huge chunks, like sometimes twelve songs a week, mm-hmm. uh, multiple platforms, um, and, and it's it's really nuts. Uh, and it's such a cool group of people. There's so many people who are musicians from Boston, like musicians first, and then like, then they came here and they get into games or whatever. Uh, and now, so your job is to manage all of these tasks for them, right? Like yep. for the entire department. Um, that's crazy. Do you want to talk a little bit about sort of like uh, the workflow for a week without giving away any specific yeah. trade secrets? Um, so right now, for instance, you know, we have um, deadlines for our downloadable content and deadlines for Rock Band 3. Yep. So we're working on songs for both of those things at the same time, and we sort of juggle, okay, like, you know, we have our submission deadline for DLC, so we want to make sure that our songs are done and ready for QA to test. And then with Rock Band 3, you know, we have a deadline for when all the songs need to be in the game, yeah. but we try and do everything on a song basis so that we don't end up spending way more time on one group of tasks versus another. So with disc songs, we will also put them on a weekly schedule. So we'll be like, okay, well, we want these 10 songs to be done by this Friday and then the next 10 by the next Friday. And so we have to stagger stuff like that. And occasionally we'll be working on, you know, three or four projects at once, downloadable content, you know, track packs, that kind Green of thing. Day, yeah. Yep. And then we have sound effects work. So, you know, with Rock Band 3, there's 
ton of sound effects for mm-hmm. that game and you know everyone on the team we sort of structure it so that everybody gets to do a little bit of everything because cool. we don't want people to stagnate or get burned out on one task yep yep so. authoring is super like time intensive yeah uh, heavy task so like it, yeah it's cool that they get to do a range of things and i think the audio department it's so funny if whoever's listening could tour the office when you get to the audio department there's a big sign blocking the hallway that says no unauthorized people <laughs> beyond this point and it's so like imposing and scary but it's the place where if anyone from like our forums whoever's listening to this could come to harmonics they would want to sneak into because we have this amazing whiteboard <laughs> with like here are the songs that might be coming for rock band three here are the songs that might be coming for dlc here's what we're working at at the time and it's like these are the secrets everyone wants to know. It's true. <laughs> it, it's so cool because it's like you are the keeper of, of all these secrets that like people would kill to find out and people spend their week like, do you ever read the forums where they try to predict what's coming out in any given week? Yeah, every once in a while. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> crazy. And it's so funny. I remember you tweeted a couple days ago like, no one freak out, but I'm erasing the whiteboard. Yeah. Because, and everyone freaked out. <laughs> like, I'm running yeah. audio that's on Twitter. Like, what are you doing? No. Well, because what I had to do was, you know, we had finished a bunch of songs. And so I wanted to take those songs off the board and also make it tidier. Because yeah. what will happen is our mixers will finish mixing a song and they'll write the song on the board. And so you end up, it just gets bigger and bigger and messier and messier. And we write little jokes on there. And, oh, yeah. you know, plays on artist names and song <laughs> names. So it just got to the point where I was like, okay, it's time to just erase it. And it was great to watch, like, um, our QA department that works with audio the closest, Aqua, um, they, a couple guys, like, came upstairs and they were like, I know you said not to panic, but this is, like, really making me nervous. <laughs> and I'm like, don't worry, guys. I took pictures. I wrote it down in a spreadsheet. It's all good. We didn't lose anything. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so for people listening that might want advice on how to get into the game industry, do you have any advice that you, you could give? I think that it's important to, um, be persistent. Like from my experience watching people get jobs here and getting a job here myself, like I can't really speak to some to having a goal to be in games because that wasn't what I set out to do, although I love doing it and I feel really, really lucky. Um, But I think it's really important to just be persistent and take, you know, the jobs that you can, even if they're not exactly what you want to do in games so that you're learning and you're building your skill set. And, you know, if there are groups in your town, like in Boston, we have Boston Postmortem, which is where, you know, a bunch of developers get together on a weekly basis, go to stuff like that, get to know people in the industry, because it helps to know people. Totally. Yeah, it's like that old thing, like networking it's super important no matter what industry you're in and yeah this one's no exception yeah. cool well anything else you'd like to say to the fans out there that you could think of um thanks for <laughs> buying our content every week it's um really really gratifying to know that there are people out there you know from this end where we're making it happen it's it's really cool to know that out there people are like excited about what we're doing whether they like that week's content or whether they don't they're still excited about it so thank you definitely and i think people would be interested to know that for every strong opinion that they have about whatever given week it is 
everyone in audio has their own opinions as well. Everyone contributes their own arguments to what should or shouldn't happen. It's not, you know, it's not just some algorithm that we're pumping out. It's very <laughs> true. I, I, I wish that I could relate to you the arguments that we had at our, our stand-up meetings today over some of the content we have coming out in the next few weeks. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Yeah. You'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, Form wait your and own see. opinion. <laughs> awesome. Heather Wilson, thank you so much. Thank you. Yay. Okay, I'm here with Eli with uh, Holy Grail from Pasadena, California. So this is your first time in the East Coast, you said, right? Yeah, it's the first time. Uh, I hope that the weather's like this in the, in the East Coast <laughs> year-round. No. <laughs> but I'm guessing it's not even close. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was raining yesterday. So uh, okay, Rock Band. Let's talk about uh, Rock Band Network. Uh, how'd you guys get involved? How'd you guys get involved with that? It's kind of like a friend of friend of a friend, kind of like less than six degrees of separation <laughs> not only did mark know somebody but uh from from prosthetic but mm -hmm. um i think our drummer tyler also knew somebody and so he uh you know next thing i know he's doing the stems for for that and that's just like that awesome. yeah it's kind of awesome and just kind of like kind of surreal because i you know i play rock band a lot oh yeah well drunk with a lot <laughs> well, of my that's friends the best way to do it oh yeah actually i like playing drums the best oh man drums is awesome yeah but um, so that'd be kind of crazy, and to hear like uh, my guitar playing like stemmed out. I hope I played it clean enough so when it's like there, people are like, I got, it, I got it perfect, but I messed up. But it's you know, it's me. But I think, I think I got it. Have you, uh, have you tried? Have you been able to like play test your own guitar parts? I yet? haven't, I haven't yet. I, I'd like to think that uh, that I wouldn't be able to play it. You know, it, it'd be that advanced, but because um, uh, I'm not that good at the guitar playing. On, on on rock band I, I yeah you won't have to worry about that too much I remember uh, when rush tried to play their own song and they failed out really within, yeah within like the first minute or so it's a very different experience yeah like uh, I play guitar very poorly and even playing on and on rock band it's like well this is I have to totally relearn do something else oh something yeah different. no I played stuff that I know how to play and I'm just like wait it's like this is like harder than like actually <laughs> playing this but uh, yeah, it's totally just. But it's it's kind of awesome because it's the it's the same kind of uh, you know skills as far as like rhythm and you know knowing where things move and everything. And it's and as far as drums, like that's pretty much playing drums. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. That's true. So what song do you do? You, how many songs do you have queued up? Do you have like just one right now? Oh, uh, we just have yeah one. It's uh, we have fight to kill. And uh, is that on your EP or is yeah, that? Yeah, it's on our EP and it, it will be going on the album. Nice. We uh, have a re-recorded version that's going to be going on. And so when's the album planned to drop? <laughs> it, it's probably the summer sometime. Well, we actually are not done recording it. We we, we thought we are going to be done before tour, but uh, we didn't. So me and actually LaRue, the other guitar player, have been kind of recording guitar solos from the road, <laughs> which is just kind of weird. Uh, we, we, we actually stayed in, in uh, Vancouver, and I heard it was the same place that the Beatles what really? Uh, stayed in. That's awesome. Back in the day, so I was like, I was joking. I'm like, I like to think this is the same room that George Harrison recorded <laughs> his guitar solos on his laptop and and emailed them in, you know. But so, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, is it safe to say that you guys are very thrash influenced? Yeah. 
Uh, what are what are like some of your your top bands that have like influenced your guitar playing? Um, well, or me, guitarists in general. Yeah, well, um, me me personally, it's Megadeth. Actually, like me and Larue, the other guitar player, are pretty close in a lot of guitar players. Like Marty Friedman's huge. Oh yeah, um, that's awesome. Yngwie Malmsteen is just like you know he's all over the place, and and uh, Paul Gilbert's really big. Um, and then uh, you know as far as like riffing, like you know Metallica, Megadeth, Angel Witch. All the old school, this motherfucker right here. <laughs> like Diamond Head and stuff like that. And, and um, I, I didn't really get into a lot of the like new wave of British heavy metal from 30 years ago. I like calling it new wave, but, uh, but Luna's like way into that. And then me personally, like, um, like actually playing with Cannibal Corpse, like this is crazy to me because like that's like, you know, as far as riffing and everything, that's like one of my biggest influences and everything. Like it's just, it's crazy with all the like minor third trills and oh, shit like that. And like trim picking, like that's where I learned all that stuff from. When you when you like listen to them, you don't expect them to be so technical. Yeah. But then you like you sit there and it's like holy crap. Yeah. This is this is insane. I would never be able to imagine how how this is written. Yeah. Unless I like really studied it and broke it down. Oh yeah, no, totally. I mean, it was just like, um, I think it was like Vile, the album Vile, is when they really started getting technical. Um, and then like the bleeding is just such a well written like it's almost like a pop album, but you know obviously it's yeah. definitely not pop. <laughs> but um. Yeah, them. I love Morbid Angel. Oh, like, dude. Carcass is just, that's like huge. And then, oh, like one of the biggest as far as like writing a guitar riff, which I hope translate on, on the album, on the new stuff, is Death. Like, oh, for dude. Me. Yeah. Like, Chuck that's, is yeah. fucking man. Like, that's just, he's just a genius, you know? Yeah, it's it's amazing to see that. And uh, I, I listened to stuff on, on the MySpace page. Yeah. Blown away, man. It's oh, thank so you. So high much. octane. It's great. I, I absolutely love it. The, the album art is awesome. I just love this, like, kind of return from from all this Photoshop imagery to, like, a painting. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's just, like, these. let's put random images together in Photoshop, and, like, that's kind of, like, it's supposed to be something deep. And, and um, yeah, I miss all the old school, like, paintings or, like, you know, even a good photo or something like that. I kind of I kind of miss all that. How did you, uh, did you guys, like, pick the artist? Is he a friend of yours, or is it, how did that Well, how funny did thing about, well, for the EP, it's actually Ed Repka. Oh. The, the, yeah, <laughs> who did all the Megadeth yeah. covers and like Death and and uh, that guy's amazing. Yeah, and so it was it was kind of funny because like we're talking about the the concepts and seeing uh, which I saved. It's like emails from him and he was just like, well, we have like you know the zombies and the aliens attacking and all this stuff. But he's so like business wise and official, but like the content was so just like just ridiculous. You know, it's like this. It's it's one of those things I remember as a kid like. Going through the record stores and being like, I've never heard of this band, but that's a sick album cover. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to buy this. No, I've done that's what, that so many That's what times. I do with Autopsy. That's what I do with some of the other, you know, just like, I don't understand what's going on, but I need to own this. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's the that's the feeling I got. As soon as I saw the album cover, yeah. like, it's going to be great. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, that's why I bought uh, the X Hoarder tape, Slaughter in the Vatican. Oh, dude, X Hoarder, one of the most underrated bands right? out there. Right? Yeah, dude, totally, man. I like, can't believe, I. They're, they're back together, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It was kind of weird. I saw on their MySpace, it was like, it, their, their main picture, their profile, it wasn't a picture of them. It was a picture of Phil Anselmo wearing an X-Hoarder shirt. <laughs> so I don't know what they're trying to do with that, but yeah, like... I do remember that um, in the early days of Pantera, he would always wear X-Hoarder shirts. Yeah, because, yeah they're I both mean, from like uh, Louisiana. And you can't have Pantera without X-Hoarder. Oh, yeah. That, that sound just come, came totally Oh, yeah. Him. No, that's, that's like, it's... As far as like, you know, my like, thra like the mix between thrash and like, almost death metal like x-order kind of nailed it yeah especially on that album oh that yeah. album's fantastic yeah 
So, have you guys been playing shows constantly from California all the way out here? Yeah, like it was our, um, our first show was in uh, Ramona in San Diego. I'm actually me and Larue, the other guitar player, are from San Diego originally. Oh, cool. But uh, yeah, we we played in Ramona, um, and it was like in the mountains, like across the street from the venue was a feed store. Wow. For like, how many people showed up? It was uh, probably a couple hundred. Wow, that's not bad. Yeah, that's good. So. Uh, you know, we played with uh, with these guys who oh, I, yeah. um, I keep messing up how to pronounce their name. Eluvedi, I got it. Or something like While that. saying Eluviati, I might have even said that on mic one night. <laughs> and like all the diehard fans, like that's not how you pronounce their name. If there is there any other fan that's more OCD about their bands than metal fans? That's oh yeah, insane. no, totally. <laughs> like if you mispronounce like a, a title or something. Oh yeah, they're all over you. Well, I do that too. I'll like correct people. I'm like, wow. Oh, I, yeah, guilty as charged. Yeah. Can't. So, well, what, okay, how about that? What is the smallest show you've played? You guys have played? There was actually uh, this random show, um, like, I'm trying to, well, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we're on a tour of Three Inches of Blood. The Misfits were playing that same night. Oh. And it was this, it, pro- it wasn't that there was the, wasn't that many people there. It was that, like, the place was so huge for the, like, amount of people that were there. And when we were playing, it was just like a handful of people just kind of sitting there like bored and that's kind of my favorite to like jump on monitors and get in their face like come on and they're just like seriously dude <laughs> it's how you got to do it though you you convert like two guys you oh know, yeah two people and they're just like diehard fans forever yeah that's all i've always thought and like you know i've been i've been playing in bands for years and a lot of it is like uh you know playing to the bartender and that's it <laughs> and you're like you know but guess what that bartender's gonna get the best show of his life hell yeah hell yeah so um you guys, you said you uh, played a lot. You guys like to play rock band, especially while drunk. Do you, are you guys gamers in general? Or? Blake and LaRue are. Uh, I'm going to out them right now. <laughs> um, uh, me, not so much. I'm like, you know, I have like, I play, I still play Nintendo, and so I can handle Classic. those buttons. Two buttons and a pad, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, they, they play like uh, WoW and stuff like that. And <laughs> You really are outing them, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't give a. That's what they get. But yeah, I mean, I, I like. I like playing all like shooter games and stuff like that. I, I suck at them, but you know, I don't get. But it's just fun. I yeah. like shooting at people. Is there um? Are there any songs on on Rock Band that you guys are huge fans of, or that you personally like to like to play a lot? Or? Yeah, actually, uh, there's uh there's this uh, Evil song that oh, I like. Dude, to, the Thrasher. Yeah. Um, I like to try to play, and I I don't think I ever finish it. No, I don't. Yeah. My my hand just just falls off. Yeah, and then there was um there's that uh, Nine Inch Nails song. Uh, I think it's March of the Pigs. Oh yeah. That um, it's I, I think it's like odd time, but it's just so weird to yeah, like. Yeah, the drums play. are just really. I mean, they're they're programmed, right? Oh yeah. So now you gotta gotta recreate it. Try it. Yeah, you know, try to do it live. And it's just, yeah. Um and oh oh yeah, there's that uh the Bang Camaro song is so much fun to play. Yeah, those guys are excellent. Yeah. The last time I saw them, you know, it was, the first time I saw them, I should say, I've never had that experience with the. It's kind of like the audience is singing at you. Yeah. Because there are like 20, 40, 30 guys on stage. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, um, actually it was random, like when they played in LA, like one of the one of the one of the singers uh, ended up like staying at my apartment that night. Just <laughs> random. Besides Candle Courts, who are you excited to see here? Are you just here for today and then you have to move yeah, on? Yeah, we're for today. I'm I'm actually we've been so busy that I haven't even got a chance to look at the list and, and so yeah, I'm actually yeah, it's been so like hectic as we like <clears throat> didn't even get a chance to like get ready for tour like because we were like recording i hope you get to see some awesome bands yeah no i'm, I'm pumped to go in there and just take it all in and i uh, can't wait to see you guys 
see you guys play. I got yeah, my camera, yeah. so I'll be up front. Oh, great, man. I'll, I'll see you and shoot some rock your way. Hell yeah. So you want to be a game developer. Today we have with us Mr. Pardo. Hello. My name is John Pardo. <laughs> and John Pardo, what do you do? Uh, I'm in the audio quality assurance department, uh, and I work on all the audio in our game. So what does it mean to be audio quality assurance? Uh, so basically, the majority of the work that we do is on the DLC that we pump out every week, and uh, somebody needs to check all of the authorings and uh, just like lip sync and general lights and cams and stuff like that. Uh, my focus is on vocals, so I'm usually just checking lip sync and like lyrics and note tubes, make sure all the phrasing is really good. Uh, but other than that, I'm also working on whatever game we're working on at the time. So I got to work on Beatles, and when we introduced harmonies, that was a big part of my job. And uh, doing right now just working as the vocal system owner for RE3 and with all the fun stuff that goes along with that. Yep and for any of you who got to see us sing sing at E3 or another event right. Mr. Pardo helped some of us largely me who were very <laughs> rusty uh, get, yeah. get their pipes well, in order. Well hey those harms weren't that easy you know <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay it's learning it's a process. I was going to make a joke and be like, I'm so shocked you work on vocals because you have a terrible voice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that was good. It's not like that's what I do. It's not anything like that. Great. Thank um, you. So Pardo has a really nice voice. And <laughs> you've, you've sang with a lot of a lot of big deals, right? Uh, I've sang with a few, like, potential your mom think they're a big deal kind of thing. Uh, like Josh Groban, I did, like, four shows and like a little backup choir for him and uh same thing with bare naked ladies and uh but you know it's just like fun high school stuff like it was it was a really cool opportunity i was young and it was that was a lot of fun for me but other than that it's just been like you know i went to the heart school and did classical training and like opera and stuff and um totally took a tangent and went to Berkeley right after that and did like singer-songwriter stuff and yeah thumbs up to Berkeley yes <laughs> um HMX Cat Attack went to Berkeley yeah. too oh you did yeah did I know that uh you know now I know now congratulations thank you congratulations to you as well uh we're both alum yes, whether we graduated or not I graduated so I went there for a year and I'm an alum because if you go there for a semester you're an alum so Congratulations to me. So you didn't graduate? Uh, I didn't graduate. That's actually how I got my job here. Um, it was through a teacher. Uh, they sent out this thing saying, hey, they're looking for a vocal tester. Like, the head of the vocal department sent this out to all the vocal teachers. And if you have rec any recommendations. And so my teacher passed that along to me. And I called up uh, Luke Jacobs, the head of QA here, and just talked to him. And there was still an op opening. And I just got my end. And it was just like that. Did you sing him a song over the phone? I didn't. I did not. But I did <laughs> sing him a song in the audition or in the interview. And he saw that I had sang with Josh Groban. And so he asked me to sing a Josh Groban song. And so that's what I did. 
and it was very awesomely embarrassing. Because <laughs> yeah. there were just a bunch of guys sitting down, looking at me from their chairs as I stood up and sang Josh Grove into their faces. And they didn't clap afterwards. They <laughs> <laughs> just did. Okay, good. Good job. Yeah, it sounded really great. Um, what do you What do you do outside of work? Uh, I'm in a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the lead singer and uh, songwriter, uh, rhythm guitar for the band Hello Ghost, um, which also has my brother in it, who also works here at Harmonics. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in the audio department. And um, so when he got a job here, we were like, dude, start a band. And so that's what we did, and it's been a lot of fun. And it's just kind of like folksy singer-songwriter, but like, he's like got really nice lead guitar sound, and he just got a new guitar, so we're really excited about that. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it's just like, you know, enjoying my life at Harmonics. It's like you, all the friends that you get from here become like, every day after work friends as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Your experiences here, like, they definitely leak out, and, like, half of my gigs I get is like, hey, dude, like, the guy right next to me, hey, dude, <laughs> I have a gig at the Cantab, you want to play? And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's very, it was so weird to me coming from, like, corporate America right. to here, where, you know, in corporate America, it's, like, so cutthroat that you're very careful about not being social right. with, with people you work with, because... yeah. It's so cutthroat. And then for here, it was such a big adjustment for me at first. It was like... Sure. Especially with, with these guys, because we have to all be friends with each other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you know. Traveling across the country with you each come other. on the road with yeah. us. Yeah. If you guys hated each other, you would be killing each other. <laughs> yeah. We've eaten Barfy Subway together. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Wow, that was horrible. Um, but yeah, like my... Our friend, me and my brother's friend, Brian, who we've been friends with since middle school, like we just got him a job here at Audio like a couple months ago. And like now he's going to join our band, you know? And like he's, he's awesome. an awesome drummer. And like, you know, we were just walking to lunch today and walking down the hallway of harmonics and we all got on all fours and we're walking down the hallway on all fours just because we can here and we're like, we grew up together. It's like, <laughs> it's like ridiculous. Like we can't walk down on all fours like in CBS. But we can in our <laughs> in our workplace. In our workplace. What are your biggest recommendations? Let's let's say there are kids out there who are musicians, who are singers, who kind of think they want to get their foot in the door in the game in the gaming industry. What are what are your recommendations to them? Uh, I mean, the main thing I would recommend is to have a lot of experience in different areas, um, because the one thing about like working here is like you know, I got a job in audio QA and now I have like a lot of opportunities to move up to like design or like audio or you know just different departments and like for me like now now that I've got my foot in early. I can I can go up, but like if I didn't have that uh, opportunity in the beginning, like there's something to be said about like having experience in like you know like music technology and like um, just like d- general like business background, you know, like if you want to move up into like a business position, um, and for me now that I'm here, I can do that and I can go back to school and that's what I'm doing right now. I'm getting ready to go back to school and. Uh, get my sound design degree and like that's that's a total a total help for me to be able to move up like even though I am here like to have a degree like it there is something to be said for that and to have experience in like in a in a field that is maybe not your main thing like you know I'm a, I'm a musician I'm a performer mm-hmm. and there's only so much I can do with that 
So to have a sound design degree and to have something else, like that's that's huge. Awesome. What do you want to be when you grow up, John Pardo? <laughs> when I grow up? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would love to be a sound designer. That would be awesome. I would love to be a performer. I would love to just be in a rock band. Uh, that would kick ass. Like, Are we going to get Hello Ghost tracks in RBN? Oh, hells yeah. Yeah? yeah. I mean... As long as I get my, off my lazy ass and just author it, you know? Yeah, we got some Stephen Lindley band. We do. That's my brother's other band, and that is awesome. And uh, he has much more motivation than I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why he has tracks and I don't have tracks. Um, but yes, yes, we talk about it every week, and I say, oh, I'm going to do it this week, and I never do. Uh, but this week, we'll do it. What's the coolest thing that's ever <laughs> happened to you? working here um meeting tom hanks yeah that that was was pretty awesome awesome. and his wife rita wilson um we were demoing beatles rock band for them uh and like just i was teaching him teaching tom hanks how to Mm -hmm. play the drums uh and how to like correspond the notes with what you're like it's crazy and I was singing the harmonies with Rita Wilson right next to me, and we were, she was, like, hugging me when we got a double fab. You know? <laughs> like, like at, the, at the end of that night, I was like, what the heck is my life? Like, what is this? I know. You done good. All I did was save Tom from a chandelier. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Watch your head, you giant man. Which is part, partly why I was telling the band a, a day to remember that he's incredibly tall. He's really, really tall. Yeah. Pope's sitting there going, he's not that tall, he's like six feet tall. And I was like, he was so tall. <laughs> he was a giant man. He was huge. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they were, and let alone the fact that they were just like awesome human beings. Like, yeah. genuine. Yeah. And like Rita Wilson had had a tour of harmonics like a couple months before and just walked past my cube and I was singing like Can't Buy Me Love or something and she was like, smiling at me and like mm-hmm. waved and like it was like a five second interaction you know and we like said a couple words to each other and uh and then you know when I saw her three months later she like recognized me and was like oh we met right I was like no we did not meet <laughs> we, we talked for five seconds I can't believe you remember me you know like like cool human beings that were like very genuine uh yeah that was a crazy experience awesome Anything else you want to say to the peoples before the battery runs out? Um, work hard. Play hard. Remember your dreams. Follow your gut. Don't forget to live your life to the fullest. Give strength to those who have weaknesses. Have a great summer. Keep in touch. (laughs) Keep in touch. TTYL. uh, CMSBFF. Oh, wait, this is really important. <laughs> what is your favorite Josh Groban song? Oh, that's easy. You raise me up so I can walk on mountains. You raise me up to more than I can. Oh, you have I to stop. Be... It'll be more than 30 seconds and we'll have to pay to license it for the Oh, podcast. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. That was really good. <laughs> Thanks, Pardo. Yeah, thanks, Allie. I've got rights and you've got wrongs. We have the hope to carry on. 
I've got love and you've got war So what the hell are we working for? What we need Is something real That's, uh, that's how we decided to announce um, Pantera's Great Southern Trend Kill full album DLC. Yay! Hooray! DLC Roundtable! Yeah. And Yay! it's not a full album. Uh, see if you can figure out which track isn't included. Um, we will be releasing the following selections from Great Southern Trend Kill. The Great Southern Trend Kill, War Nerve, Drag the Waters, Tens, 13 Steps to Nowhere, Suicide Note Part 2, Living Through Me, parentheses, Hell's Wrath, Floods, The Underground in America, and Sandblasted Skin, Reprise. Yeah. I think it's Reprise, too. Reprise? Reprise. Yeah. Repris? Nope. Reprise. Reprise, like that sandwich. Reprise. Hey, ragazzi. Uh, did you know that the Great Southern Trend Kill features some of the fastest tempos and most down-tuned guitars that the band ever recorded, Aaron? I did know that. I learned that from Wikipedia. Yeah, special <laughs> guest in the DLC roundtable today is Wikipedia. Yay! Hooray! I heard that. Uh, I heard from my friend Wikipedia that yeah. it includes one of the uh, top fifteen guitar solos of all of all time, according to Guitar World, in the in the song Floods. Wow! Okay. wow. Okay. When I was in middle school, I, I learned that Pantera is Spanish for panther. Oh, oh. la Pantera! Wait, but I, I thought they were. <laughs> yeah. Right? They so. were Italian. I thought that's what we determined. Hey, I'm a panther. Is it reprise or pantera? I can't. <laughs> I learned from Wikipedia difference. that this oh. album is kick ass. Oh. Whoa. That's great. You can't say that's that. Great. Kick ass enough to drop the hard F. Jeez. Well, uh, <laughs> so that's cool. That's I think people will be excited about this. Right people now. are very excited about it. Um, yeah. This is a band that we mentioned for ages ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, and people have been busting our chops on the forums ever since. So, Guys, did you know? Yeah, did you know that? Did you know that the song "Tens" is featured in the Funimation dub of the <laughs> Dragon Ball Z movie Broly, the legendary <laughs> Super Saiyan, as Broly's theme? What wow, is, uh, what is, you are such a wealth of knowledge. I know. I know a lot about it's Dragon so weird Ball Z. Know that. Broly. It's a what is yeah, Funimation? Funimation is animation that's way more fun. Way more is fun. It, yeah. Is it like a spot yep. where there's lots of fun? Funimation? Funimation is animation invented no. at fun, <laughs> fun Spot, New Hampshire. Good. Uh, is this album guaranteed to be fun? Uh, let me tell you what Melody Maker said about it. <laughs> it makes my brain hurt, my eyes water, and my <laughs> genitalia retract like a startled turtle. <laughs> I cannot I like think turtles. of a higher recommendation considering this kind of album, the kind of album it is. Spoilers, I was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you guys, I think that this, I, I, I'm excited about this because I think that we've been doing such a great job of uh, making each week for DLC really diverse. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I also believe in diversity. I yes. do too. I like Something that for every, every time yeah, you said a new complete. word, your inflection kept going up higher and higher. <laughs> As if to imply that you were more excited. About each word? I decided that that is how I talk from now on. Kat, you had a good joke about Suicide Note. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Oh, you bring the room down. <laughs> yeah, suicide, suicide is nothing to talk about. Yeah, hey, did you guys hear about that couple know. that got... Did that, you hear um, about how Stephanie introduced <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was her moment to shine. Hey, hey guys. Oh, man. What? What are you saying, no, no, Stephanie? No, please, continue. <laughs> oh, it's for you. <laughs> you weren't even talking. No. She was this about is the to last be. time I do this stupid round table. You take that back. <laughs> no. I love the round table. Wait, I think round we need table. more kazoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play us out. Uh, I don't want to. When anymore. the Saints come marching in. Come on, let's send this. Play us out. Uh, play <laughs> Sandblasted Skin Reprise. Okay, that one I do know. <laughs> Sandblasted Skin. I like the jazzy version of when the Saints come marching in. That's good. Okay, uh, cool. This has been as much fun as our trip to Fun Spot yesterday. It didn't take anywhere near as long, that's for sure. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we won't talk about that then. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Yeah. Give me love to my last breath. Tell me something I don't know. Give me truth and not a show. Well, what we need is something real. podcast this is my message um dear kim um you deserve to be on this page since you're the greatest person i've ever seen talented and even kicking my ass at drums i love you now and i'll love you forever matt thanks hey i heard you guys do the rock and stuff and i want you guys to put a few songs on rock band, and yeah, I want you to put Avocadabra by Steve Miller Band and Cars by Gary Newman. Thank you. Oh, wait, and also put Rocking on the Day as possible by Falco. That was Skype user Marcuse professing his love for his lady Kim. That was sweet. And Miley Cyrus Solja requesting a hilarious array of songs, which leads me into our recurring reminder. If you want to request your favorite music for Rock Band, you can do so at our official request page, which we honestly do read and we do use. You can find that at www.rockband.com request. And remember, if you want to get your voice into the show, call our Skype account, hmx.mailbox, and leave us a message. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Tune in next time for our special interview with Chris Foster, where he discusses Green Day Rock Band. Thanks. Real quick, because the Dragon Ball Z kids are going to be all over you because you mispronounced Brawly and Super Saiyan. Good, I will fight them. (laughs) 